Congressman Burleson. How are you, sir? Hey, Darren. Good morning. You doing all right? I'm doing great. No, I'm he's joined the town. efforts to make fun of Cass this morning already with you, Mr. Chapel, making fun of me whispering on the phone. Eric, I, <laughs> I don't know what somebody slipped in her coffee this morning, but I'm, I, uh, man, she is wound up tighter than a cuckoo clock <laughs> and has been all People day being long. mean to Cass. <laughs> she called Sonia on me. You believe that? He deserved <laughs> oh, it. Oh, wow. He I deserved mean, it. I mean, and, you know, sadly, Sonia took my side. But whatever. Uh, so, you, you know, honestly, <laughs> Sonia is so sweet. She's such a sweet person. I don't know that I'd be afraid of her being like, but, but maybe she's got a side that I haven't seen. You know what? Uh, I've known Sonia a long time. Uh, not quite as long as I've known you, but I've known Sonia for a long time. And she's she's terrific. She's one of my all-time favorite uh, people, let alone legislators. But uh, it cracks me up now that now that. Cass is officially part of the Anderson family, and Cass <laughs> calls her mother-in-law on me, and he I've and I've known Sonia. I've known Sonia almost as long as Cass has been alive, so it's kind of fun. All right, so let's get <laughs> let's get past that. Um, yes, yeah. Uh, so, Eric, uh, my friend, I I just have to ask because it's fascinating to me. What prompted this inquiry in your mind? Because I know this was essentially your doing to get this hearing before the committee. You you were the one that pushed for it. So what prompted you to do this? So we, I, I was, um, <clears throat> I'm on oversight. I'm, I feel like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. on oversight. I feel like I'm, I've become good friends with Jamie Comer and. We, we, he would, he had told me that there had already been requests by Tim Burchett and, uh, Anna Luna. And so he was kind of telling me about that. And, 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 um, and then about a month or two months later, what was happening is you've got all these emails of people that are kind of building up, sending emails that they want a hearing. And then the David Grush, uh, story came out and the guy, you know, hired, an, uh, he, he went through the, the right process. He hired an attorney, followed all of the protocols of being an official whistleblower. His credentials are incredible. Yeah. And he certainly is somebody who was, there's no one that denies that he was in the right roles. Yeah. He had the job. He had the position. If somebody did know about stuff, he would know about it. Um, and so <clears throat> I said to James, I said, Chairman Comer, I think you, I think you probably do need to, I, I kind of agree with Burchett and Luna. I think we do need to, after this story came out, especially. Yeah. And, and so for me, I, I feel like I, 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 I was a skeptic in the room. Uh, the other members I think were, they've already, you know, seen enough. I haven't seen enough to convince me that it's an alien life form, but because even when people are saying that uh, it's a, and, and I, this guy, David Grush says that this is non-human, um, it's non-human vehicles. These are non-human biologics. I, I don't necessarily believe you until you give me the specifics and the hard, the hard information. Yeah. I want to see, I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and so just so people understand, what he's alleging 
and he worked for the UAP task force, or he was a part of that while he was an intelligence officer. And he, and UAP stands for Unidentified Aviation. Aerial Phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. And, and so he says that, and correct me if I'm wrong, he himself has not seen the supposed vehicles, but in gathering all the information on behalf of the UAPTF, he has talked to the people who have, they're credible. He can't release everything publicly because the documentation is still classified, but he can give it to you all in executive session. So you may very well have seen or will see things that we're not privy to and can't be, and I'm not putting you on the spot. Um, but he has firm belief of several things. First off, these vehicles of whatever description do exist, that there are bodies of entities that were piloting and or traveling in these vehicles, that the national government has known about this since the 1930s. So for almost 100 years, we've been covering this up. He also alleges that there are individuals in the testing of these vehicles who were harmed and or killed, and that in the cover-up, he alleges that there have even been individuals who have been murdered to keep them quiet about this. He said that in an interview uh, uh, with an Australian uh, correspondent, um, and he alleges even that when some when he was asked in that in that interview, I'm sure you've seen it, but when he was asked in that interview, how could alien life forms come to the earth and not have been seen in the process by everyday people? He suggested that it may be a fourth or fifth dimensional issue concerning time travel, wherein we wouldn't see it because it didn't enter the atmosphere. It just appeared. It's really fantastical, right. you know. I mean, if if it yeah. weren't if it weren't so very serious, <laughs> I I mean, I'd say the guy's nuts, but he's got all the credentials. That's right, and so you've got to take him serious, especially when he's going to the press and providing all this information. Now, there's enough there that it's hard to disprove. Um, but I I said to my staff, and I said in the in the Capitol that. It's kind of like the guy that says he has a girlfriend in Canada, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know her. She lives in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> she lives in Canada. So, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I, I want to take this serious. Yeah. I, I really do. And I think if it, if it, if he is right and if this is true, then this, this is unbelievable, right? If the information he's saying is true is there then it, it just changes everything. Well, in it, yeah. In so it, I want to oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on you. Go ahead. It, it does change everything. So whenever, if you saw my interview portion of it, I wanted specifics. And I said, look, I'm from the show me state. You got to show me. When you say people have been killed, who, how were they killed? Where were they killed? Right. How many people give me specifics? Yeah. He couldn't give me specifics. When I said, you say that there are these vehicles, where are they located? How big are they? You know, he could not give me the specifics. Um, now, could so he, I, now uh, so, let me just interrupt for a second, though. Could he not give you the specifics because he doesn't know or because he claimed 
confidentiality because the it, that information is classified and he can only deliver that in executive session. Yeah, he can only deliver that in a skiff. So, 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 we so said, you may, right, you, may you, you may you may find out. I might find out. Okay. In fact, I told so when when we were um, planning for this hearing, Burchett and Luna. I mean, and I, I think you got to keep in mind, like, these are individuals that they, they have seen enough evidence. They're convinced. I, and I'm the guy that's like, I don't, you know, I want to see more. I'm pushing. I'm the contrarian in the room. Good. So I said to them, he's probably not going to say things or he's going to divert to saying this is classified. I can't talk about it because we've seen this before. It's happened in previous hearings. So I said, let's book the skiff and do it beforehand. So that we get, you know, if you do it beforehand, you interview them, you know what questions to ask. Right. Then, then you could specifically say, I could say, is that that alien or is that craft being researched right now at Whiteman Air Force Base in blah blah blah, right? Which I, I don't think I don't think it is anything at Whiteman, but you see my <laughs> point. Like we could get we could get more specific in the questions that we ask. Yeah. But we, but they didn't want to do that. Then we, so then they thought, well, we'll book something after the hearing, in, in case he's not able to, you know, pull open the kimono, if you will. And yeah. and yeah. so when they were when they requested the skiff, they were they were they were turned down. Oh, so there's so not they, there's not going to be an, another opportunity behind the scenes. So we believe that so they turned him down because his credential or his his security clearance because he's no longer an active employee is, is basically lapsed. It doesn't mean that we can't go another Avenue. There's like a way that we can go into a skiff and get historical record information from him. And that's something that we learned after they were denied that, that original request. So we're, we're going to, we're going to keep going about it and try to get something because, but I will say this here, if they, if, if they keep pushing us and saying we, we can't let you talk to this kind of skiff, that's when I, I'm going to start thinking, okay, that's what's really wrong here. It's not, whether it's aliens or it's not aliens, the fact that the federal government doesn't want members of Congress to know what's going on with taxpayer dollars is concerning. Oh, 100%. Because not, on, not only that, which is absolutely true, but a document being classified implies that there is something there so so the classification itself implies that there is something to be hidden whatever that is needs to be uncovered at least by congressional members of this committee so that you can then say look it's not this i can't tell you what it is it's not this um this this doesn't challenge my faith as a Christian for all kinds of reasons, and we're not getting into that again. Uh, but a lot of people are upset about the idea as that there might be life beyond this planet. A lot of people are upset about the fact that um, they may have come here, that the national government has lied to us for nearly a 100 years. There are a lot of things that need to be addressed irrespective of the <laughs> presence of little green men. Um, but the fact that you're in, you're, you're, you're facing the stonewalling 
of our government, the executive branch side of our government, is not yielding to the investigative uh, responsibilities of the legislative branch is is not acceptable. Yeah, that's the most concerning part of this, for sure. At least at the present, yeah. And and we've been pushed on everything. Like, we don't, the executive branch doesn't cooperate with us on this Hunter Biden investigation, and, and then every aspect of it, they're, they're not co- cooperating with us. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, you, you were a state rep, you were a state senator, you're now congressman. I mean, that's kind of the design of the checks and balances of the different branches of government. But there's a difference between normal territorial disputes within the constitutional boundaries and, hey, we're not playing ball because we don't agree with you politically. Right. Yeah. Congressman Burleson, thank you so much for coming on. I know you have other interviews you have to go to. And uh, just keep up the good work and keep pressing and, and, and just find out and let us know what you can and, and I just want you to know that I and so, and so many of us, we really appreciate you. Likewise, Darren. You're doing a great job, too. Thanks. Talk to you later. Appreciate it. Bye.